What's up, everyone? Welcome back. It's your boy, Khalif. And it's your girl, Jameez. And this is... Friendly Fire. A special episode of... Friendly, Friendly Fire. Fire. Right? So today we're going to do something a little bit different. A little entertainment, as you will. A little... This is special. It's a little... I will apologize ahead of time. It's a little spoilery. Spoilery? Yeah. A little spoilery. <laughs> and if you have you issues with Khalif, that. Khalif, we've been over this. You cannot just make it worse because you're a rapper. But if you have issues with this, you can always feel free to email us at crossfire issues. at dot net. Okay. And don't and please remember to follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash ke dot friendly fire. And always our home website, crossfire.crusade.net. Ooh, and we're also on Snapchat, so you can do ke.friendlyfire. Yeah, because they don't want us to eat breakfast. They don't want us to have it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yes, today, if you have not seen Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, I suggest that you, I'm giving you the opportunity to turn this off right now because you do not want to listen to this before you see the film. So I'm, getting, I'm telling you now, after you watch the movie, then come back and listen to this very special spoiler episode. Yes. So we'll Fair give you- warning. Don't, don't be emailing me, cursing me out about how I, I ruined it for you. I, fair warning. If you have not seen the movie, please stop right now and come back after you've seen the movie. So you got five seconds. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, and five Mississippi. And here we go. Because I just want to be, I just want to make sure you had the opportunity because I got to see it completely fresh, brand spanking new, and I so enjoyed myself. Oh man, this was awesome. I mean, as an, as a Star Wars fan, this has been exciting. I mean, it broke a billion, Yes, I believe. Yes, that was first thing this morning. It said it had a billion dollars in international revenue. I think it's been out about two weeks. Cool. So. It, it blew... Still going fast strong. Fast seven out of the water. Well, that's that's nothing. I mean, but I mean, fast seven got to be a billion. Did it? I don't know. It did. Oh. It broke a billion. But well, I know that like Jurassic World had the 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 record for highest grossing in a weekend. I think it was, and uh, Star Wars blew that. But the, to me, this is not surprising at all, considering you know, Disney's fast seven thousand. I mean, sorry, two hundred million. No, no, it's not about the money at all. I mean, they could have spent two dollars to make, you know, <laughs> but it's it's about the the part of the culture. You know, Fast Seven has only been around, I guess, maybe fifteen years. Uh, Star Wars has been my lifetime, my parents' coming of age lifetime as well. So they have a much longer history. There's all the merchandise for. I mean, who walks around with the Vin Diesel toy, right? You know, so it's these are not things that are readily comparable in my opinion it's two different types of uh, movies two different things going on you know no 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 i'm with you so hmm. so <laughs> let's get into us let's summarize the movie we promise i will try not to give too much no we're gonna give it all away you've been warned you've been warned so. no, i don't want to give it all away i just want some of the people to actually listen and follow along they're going to listen i mean come on one billion dollars i bet everyone listening to us right now has already seen it anyways they're like what took you guys so long i've seen it twice so it opens up on a planet called Jakku. It's a desert planet. Did it start on Jakku? It did start on Jakku. Is it like a town on Jakku? Yeah, it did. It did. It was Another like a little town. village. It was like a little village mm-hmm. on Jakku mm-hmm. where you had um I can't remember this character's name speaking to Lord Take. Not Take. <laughs> oh. Um the actor real name is Poe. No, oh, his no. real name is not Poe. They call him Bo. It's, oh, it's Poe. Po. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> I've been hearing I was like I kept hearing Bo. Mm. But yeah, Poe po. goes to speak to someone who's actually a, a part of the resistance. I think and, they're all resistance. 
No, I know, but he's like oh. someone of importance of the resistance. Okay. And he's retrieving some information that you'll find out later. It's a map. It's a map. <laughs> it's a map. It's a digital map. So this, this movie is kind of like a uh, a treasure hunt quest kind of thing, if you will. Similar, to, uh, well, okay, because J.J. Abrams is a director of Pirates, right? This is a town. <laughs> So in Pirates of the Caribbean, they're, you know, they're traveling, they're looking for treasure. And this is kind of the same thing. They have a map to go look for treasure, which happens to be a person. So they, then they're trying to keep this information from, what do they call it? First Order? Yes, the which First is Order. Which is descendant from the Empire. So they man, First Order is, excuse my language, but badass. Like, <laughs> that thing, what do they even call that thing? Okay, we'll get to that later. All right. The so, Star Killer. So then we we on this island, and then badass uh, Darth Vader wannabe island, sorry. We're in this desert town. It seems like an island because everything seems so small. But uh, they get attacked by First Order, and then the ship opens, and dun, 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 you know, <laughs> we, have, we have this black character, black as in the color black, not like ethnic black, you know what I mean? And he comes charging off the ship, and he's pissed, and he wants to know where the map is, so, yeah. <laughs> then, you see this lone stormtrooper who seems like he's hyperventilating. And this, I knew, was going to be key. I really like this scene. We, Without him even taking off his helmet, we are already understanding the his acting. Emotions. Right? It was really cool because the one stormtrooper is dying and he reaches up and why, he or she, I'm not sure. We never know. The stormtrooper wipes blood on A his stormtrooper's face. On his helmet. And so he just kind of like, after that moment, he stands up. And he's just, like, really shaken by this whole thing. And even though we still he has not taken off his helmet yet, we still can see all this emotion going through. And it carries forth to the later scene when what was he, what was he and the other stormtroopers asked to do? Well, then the stormtroopers rounded up the villagers led by Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. who tells the stormtroopers to murder the villagers kill them all just kill them all get rid of them and he takes a hostage which is the the pilot poe the pilot poe mm-hmm. and then as they're as the stormtroopers are killing the entire villagers they he kind of drops his weapon and just watches the onslaught he just he, he drops his arm i think he's still holding his weapon but he drops his arm and him and Kylo Ren, I don't know if you can make eye contact in helmets, but they seem to look at each other. And you think, oh, the stormtrooper's in trouble, but he just kind of just turns and walks, walks on the away. ship. And so I was like, whoa, you know, heart pounding. Because I, I thought from the beginning that this was going to be a special character. But when that happened, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to get killed by the Darth Vader wannabe. But I was mistaken, which was good, you know, because... This character is very important in the movie. So then it flashes later on where after BB-8 has ran off, and you end up meeting our lady of the movie. Our heroine. Our heroine. So BB-8 is found by Ray, and she's a scavenger similar to what I guess uh, Han Solo used to do or... Actually, Anakin. Anakin is a little boy. Wasn't he always collecting things to build stuff? Well, he was a slave. Well, Anakin was a slave. Uh For those who don't know, I know spoiler for episode one and two. And he was a slave that would work for like a junk man who could fix things. And okay, junk man. And Anakin was so smart he could just fix things. As they all recall, he also built C three PO. Right. So she's. Similar in this, she's also in Jakku, but a different town, I guess. So, uh, but the the robot, what's his, what's the robot's name? BB-8. BB-8. Getting captured by this guy, this character that's really unimportant because you don't see him again. But- We're just going to fast forward. So now those two characters have met and, um, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, his name's not Finn yet. So the stormtrooper turns out to be... Finn 
And Finn has a, a, a coming of age moment or whatever where he's just like, this isn't for me. It's Stormtrooper business, you know. And he goes and rescues Poe. He rescues Poe and they escape and meet up on Jakku with. Well, no, no, no. They escape. They head back to Jakku because they need to get the robot. They need the robot. But then they crash. The, the TIE fighter that they stole is shot down, crashes. Right. You don't see what happens to Poe. We but... don't. But there's a huge fire and then a giant sinkhole in the desert. And Finn gets away. Finn is really, you know, he's upset because what we learn later is that he has never been, not been, a part of First Order. He's never not been a stormtrooper, basically. He was raised by them. So he's now in this new world, basically on his own. And he's learning, and all he knows is that he wants to get away from the First Order. Right. He just he just he's trying to run away because now he's a traitor. Um, and they, they know that he is the one who helped Poe escape with the, the ship to yes. go look for this robot. So, yeah. <laughs> so then... Let's fast forward off of this. A little bit. Well, well, I was just going to get to the part where then as he's on the planet, he ends up bumping into Ray. Right. And as they bump into Ray, and the only reason why he recognized Ray because he re- he sees Ray with the droid. The droid BB-8. So then they meet up. They, they what happened next? They just they have to escape because the they're oh, not yeah, that they far from where oh, first orders the first ship order was. comes back the so first order comes mm-hmm. back and then they escape and they steal the Millennium Falcon that was just lying around in the junkyard mm-hmm. and apparently there's this really cool now this is this I think was probably what this is one of my favorite scenes in the movie it's a really good flight scene and she's flying this ship and doing all these maneuvers and everything and he's figured out how to use the weaponry you know and so they're working together they're a good team and after they escape with their lives they're like oh you're so good at this oh my gosh you're a great pilot where'd you learn that they're like really excited and like the (laughs) robot's kind of like okay guys you know we still have like stuff to do so then they are captured again and you're like oh gosh they just got out of this situation with the skin of their teeth right and now they're captured again but luckily for us you find out that it is the man general han solo right with chewbacca (laughs) with chewbacca so Han Solo, we find out, has been up to his old tricks. He's the same old Han Solo that we left before, just older. And <laughs> he has pissed off a lot of people. He owes a lot of money. And he has these creatures. Always owing money to somebody. I know. And it's, it's a really funny kind of thing because two groups that he owes money to kind of trap him on the ship. And he's trying to hide uh, the... Ren, oh no, sorry, not Ren. Ray and Finn. <laughs> I put them together and made one person. Um, from these guys, because there's now a bounty on their head. They are fugitives, along with the, the robot. So, uh, interesting enough, she makes a mistake, but it helps them get out of that hairy situation. Oops, was that me? No, that was me. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so. They escape, they get away, and as they're running away, they go meet. Wait a minute. I don't even know we're an hour in this movie, and I I just thought about it. They have already escaped once, twice. This is the third time, I do believe. So three times already they've escaped. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of running They're pretty good at escaping. (laughs) They're like the escape artists. My question is, I'm trying to remember, did they go see... Leia first, or they went to no, the no, no, no. Lady they first. went to the bifocal lady who is, uh, oh, yeah, because he needed to get some help. Well, no, not help, he needed a clean ship because the one, the Millennium Falcon, the is Millennium is ID, right? It's easy for them to find. I mean, because he even, he even told them if he could find it as he found them, then. The first order will be able to locate them as well. Right, it's pretty easy. So they go see an old friend named Maz Maz Kanata. Yes, 
And she has something that's similar to if you go all the way back to episode four, that bar that they go to hang out. like Most Isley. Yeah, it's very similar to this, but less aggressive, I feel. So, I don't know. And so they go to her, and she's willing to help. And at this point, uh, I guess Finn has had enough. He's like, I just want to get really far away from First Order because they're dangerous and they destroy everything. And we just we just have to get away. You know, there's, there's no fighting them. We just need to just run away. So Maz <laughs> direct him to some group that can to a couple guys that can help him get away. And at this whole time, our heroine Ray is hearing voices. Well, no, she hasn't heard voices yet. She's very disappointed that he's leaving. She tries to convince him to stay. And of course, he's like, no way. You know, I'm out of here. And then she goes down the Bye, steps and then, and then she hears something like calling to her and she finds a very, a very special item in a box in the basement. Which I find funny because I thought as soon as I saw this scene, I thought it was a blooper. You did. You said, and I was like, what's bloop? What's, what's blooping? Nothing's blooping. Well, she goes and finds, she opens this box as if she's opening the Holy Grail, and it is the lightsaber of the great Luke Skywalker. Which is the but one the, that had belonged, this is the one that's passed down from his father, from Anakin to right? Luke. It was Anakin's, and now, and then it was his, but remember, he lost it in episode five. He lost it. Well, along with his hand. Yeah, he lost <laughs> he just, it with his hand. It all just went to some void somewhere, so the big question is... How the hell did she find it? Right. And she explains, like, kind of explains later. She's like, oh, it's kind of it's like, to she's talking to Han Solo. It's like, it's a long story. You know, <laughs> you, you, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll discuss that later. So we don't know in this movie how she got into possession of an item that's been missing for quite some time. So she, but she doesn't want it. Uh, Ray of does, course she I doesn't mean, want it. Ray doesn't want it. So she leaves it. But then... Yeah, it scares her because when she touches it, she, she sees some... flashback. Not just flashback. There's, it's like it has um, some stuff from the past, the present, and the future all, like, comes, you know, at one time. And for those of y'all that are familiar with the Force, this is evidence. This is a small evidence. It's a small clue that lets you know something is very special with Ray. I already thought she was special how she was flying that ship. Well, yes, she was a, already a terrific pilot. Yeah, I already thought she was special. But I'll get into that later with my hypothesis. So she runs in the forest, and at that point, the most badass thing the First Order will ever do in this whole movie. And now, okay, this is what scared me so hardcore. What scared you? Okay, like, I think his name was General, is it Hux? Or whatever, he's like the redhead guy. And he he's like, I wouldn't say Hitler. Actually, he, no, 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 he's from... Remember the movie, if I'm asking you guys, remember the movie Ex Machina, where he had to de- decipher if this AI was could be believed how many as a real pe- person? How many people watched this movie? It was so terrible. Hey, I thought it was good. It was interesting. It was boring to and you. so predictable. To and you. what a dummy. Okay, this is another spoiler for Ex Machina. What a dummy just, to fall in love with something that's not even real. We just stupid. spoiling everything today. Just stupid. Next you know, I'm going to just say house. Roadhouse. <laughs> what is that spoiling? I don't Family Guy. Oh, come know. Oh, jeez. Well, so, yeah, he's that guy, but I'm saying, like, now he's, he's General Hux, and he's, like, he seemed to be scared of Kylo Ren when he has a temper tantrum, but then when he's in front of his legion of stormtroopers, he's just so excited and spitting, and it's like, how Hitler and all this? It's just so crazy. I was like, oh, it's scary, you know? So, And then what their ship can do, and oh. The Star Killer is unleashed and destroys uh, not one not like the the puny death star but he unleashes power that destroys not one not two but like four or five planets at once yeah just blue and that's and that is the um that was the the other side that the republic so his thing would wipe out the republic Urgh! you know and and that's and what then they, they all raise their hand like hell hitler and then you can see from the planet or where they Hell went, Hydra. Maz Kanata, they can see, you know, it just looks like red streaks in the sky and they know what's happened. So it's really sad. And, I then, <laughs> and then after that, well, they leave 
and they go meet the queen. No, they didn't leave to go meet her. She came to meet them. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right, the right. resistance comes to help them, and Kylo Ren runs, but he now he's kidnapped uh, because, remember, Poe got away. So now he's kidnapped our, our hero, Ray, and because he he figures out I don't need the map from the robot. Ren Ray has seen the map, and I'll get it. From I'll her. just get it from her. And so he runs off with her, and you see Finn trying to run after. And Finn has been using the lightsaber to fight, and we find out he's got some he's got some mad skills. He really does. So impressive. His his saber handling game is on point, as my wife would probably say. I wasn't even thinking about that, but thank you. And then, of course, Leia arrives uh, there. And it was really General good to see her. Leia. It was, it was, it was, I was like, uh, but before that, when you see um, Kylo Ren walking off holding Rey, Han Solo is looking in the distance. He's watching him. He's watching him. Right. And you can just see a great sadness overcome Absolutely. Solo. And when he sees Leia, he's like, I saw our son. I saw our son. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? But granted, I was not that excited, but still excited because I'm enjoying the movie. But yeah, I, not a surprise. Not a surprise that their son is in but the But it just seemed side. like, it, but this is weird. Didn't it seem like they're not, well, spoiler, they're no longer together. They're doing their own thing. And I mean, he's he's gone back to his bounty hunter way. I think that, I think in my opinion, not knowing what's happened in these 30 years, but I think Han was tired of fighting. Because remember, he was reluctant to be a part of the resistance to begin with. And I think that after seeing, you know, what happened, and that's kind of a cycle repeating itself with his son, I think he just got tired and he just left, you know. So um, there's no official breakup, I don't think. I, I don't think. I just think he just left. He needed some time, you know. Well, no, he did tell. He told Leia it's just that after... They mentioned the fact that Luke was trying to restart the Jedi Order. He began training Jedis, and, you know, he started with his nephew, and his nephew was very powerful. But I think his nephew was supposed to be his apprentice. Yes, he was Mm -hmm. Ben, his apprentice, Ben Solo, Solo. also known as Kylo Ren. Well, mm, we have to assume Ben Solo is dead. (laughs) You know, and the, you know based how Obi Wan, how Obi Wan, as, as Obi Wan would say, based on a certain point Pers- of view, you know, a certain perspective, Ben Solo is dead. <laughs> and so, so uh, yeah. And then he goes, and but then he starts. To, he leans towards the dark side, and becomes corrupted by the dark side, and it drives Luke. It it kind of bothers Luke, and Luke runs off like he can't do this because he done messed up. But so, we don't know for sure. This is all we're hearing secondhand from the discussion between Leia, Leia, and Han. So, but we all we know is that Luke's been missing for a very long time, and they couldn't find him. That's what this map. They need this map. And they've been looking for Luke for like they need his help <laughs> for years because they need him to come back. Like because the Princess force, Leia went to go look for. Princess Leia needed Obi-Wan, and now we need Luke to come back. We do. We do. And so, but he's not back. We're trying to handle things ourselves. They send, you know, uh, Han Han Solo and and Finn and Chewie to go back to save Rey and confront. Well, Leia believes that Ben Solo still has good, good in, him. in him and that she's like, yes, you know, Luke may be a Jedi knight master, whatever. But Han, you're his dad. You you're, are you're, his you're his father. So, you know, you can talk to him. You can get through to him. And so, you know, they all go hippie hoppy. They're going to help the resistance defeat this. What, is, what are they calling this? The first order? No, the first order. What 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 machine do they have? What are they calling the Star this? Killer. Star Killer. So they're gonna try to like destroy the Star Killer, just like in New Hope, you know. But but it was really funny because when they show like the original actually, Death Star, actually not so much. I I would think more like Episode Six. Remember, in Episode Six, they had to go destroy the Shield Generator that was on the Ewok planet. And when they destroyed I, okay. the they and when they destroyed twice. the shield generator, they had to go destroy. Then they had, had the ability to go knock out the power generator in the Death Star in Episode Six. Sorry, guys, I'm being a nerd right now. Okay, well, you know, so it is go, what it is. <laughs> but the 
this is this was badass. I love this. It was just that um, Kylo Ren is questioning her and trying to t- use the Force to torture her. But well, as I think he's, he's trying to use the Force to get her to to she her defenses will you know she can't fight it so he'll be able to get the information from her because yeah. she's weak. Her mind is weaker than his power. Yeah, but then all of a sudden. I wouldn't say all of a sudden. Oh, I called it all of a sudden. <laughs> she begins to mentally fight back, use the force to fight back. And, and he can't he can't break her. He really can't. And then she does the coolest thing ever. She does the Jedi mind trick in the movie, but it takes her three times to get it right. <laughs> and like, that's a hard back they said to like these are not the droids you seek you know <laughs> but she because she doesn't really understand the force she just figured oh i'm just gonna try it out and because everything that she's heard about the force or whatnot has been basically like hearsay and that luke skywalker doesn't exist he's a myth she, to her she was ra- no she was raised on legends but i think she believes them and then she firmly believes it when she was when in the she Han Solo, yeah. And she's like, Oh my gosh, it's all real, you know. So, I guess she grew up on these stories and is so she's so excited to find out that it actually is but real. What I, but what I did like, but I did like it was kind of like her meeting rock stars almost, right? Absolutely, she, that, that look that she had, and like, Oh my god, it's Han Solo. Ah! Yeah, right, right. And so what she knows about it is part of the storytelling myth. But also Maz Kanata told her that the force is everywhere in all of us. So she thought, well, you know, if that's how it is, man, I don't have to be a Jedi to try to use it to help well, me get out of a sticky situation. Well, actually, you know what I, I mean? I think she sensed that after the fact that she kind of sensed that Kylo Ren has fear. She did. She did sense his fear. And she, she was did. able to thwart... Oh, I that, that that I can't talk. Thwart what? Thwart him mm-hmm. his, in his plans of trying to break her. Right. So then he throws a little baby temper tantrum and walks out the room. Yes, yes. So when he finds her gone, he comes back and does another second temper tantrum. He should not have his lightsaber when he's that mad because he's causing all kinds of damage. I just think it's funny because he's he's tearing up the in, interrogation room and these stormtroopers hear his temper tantrum. They kind of. Stop, turn around, and walk the other way. I, right. I just love the body language that's being presented in this movie. With I mean, the acting is really amazing in this one. I think um, I just have to give props to how these characters are really... Fleshed out. They really are. And even when they're not even saying anything, we understand the mood, the dynamic. And there's some weird stuff going on with, with Kylo Ren. He don't even need that mask. And he he's wearing it because he you know he has a little hero. He really wants to be <laughs> Vader. He wants to be like his grandfather. And uh, but who's 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 the guy the hologram guy who's manipulating him? Um, his name is Snoke. Yeah, which is weird. I'm gonna discuss something in my hypothesis section. Oh, okay. Get past this. Okay. Well, we'll just fast forward. So dun 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 dun. So you know they all get out, and uh, I'm gonna leave this one out. I just want to say it was completely predictable the confrontation between well, Han Solo and Ben I'm gonna Solo. say it like this. No, I'm gonna say it like this. Basically, Kylo Ren does something that kind of solidifies his path to the dark side to me. <sighs> if you didn't think he's evil. This kind of does something that makes him he evil, and if you believe in heels and faces, he's solidified his heelship. Are you okay with that? We just went dead silent because you lost me. I don't. I don't understand what that. Oh, means. sorry. This is a wrestling <laughs> reference. Heroes oh. are called faces, and he, bad guys are called heels. Oh, so, okay. He solidified we the fact that he's a heel. We knew he was a bad guy from the beginning no, when he comes out. Leia says dun, that. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> With the black helmet and everything. But no, and no, he no. he captures. You can look the part. Oh, and he, asks, he tells him to kill everybody. And I'm out of here. He killed the old man just dead right but there. Even you know, Leia's still, his mother still believes there's good in him. Because she hasn't seen it. And that's his mother. That's his mother. You know, your mother is the last person to give up on you, for real. I mean, that's just how it is. 
I mean, if anybody knows, like your mom, everyone else be like, ah, oh, you nothing, you're washed out. Da, da, da. Your mother is going to be the last person to turn her back on you, a real mother, you know, because she's like, no, I can't believe it. He's my child and I love him and I know what he is. So he can't be all bad because I know him. I know my child. So, you know. Well, so. And I, I think she was right because, dude, I believed his tears. How about you? <laughs> I almost believed his tears. Oh, you thought they were crocodile did. tears? I'm pretty sure he was like a paper tiger. Or what does crocodile tears mean? Fake, fake tears. Oh. <laughs> what does paper tiger mean? Fake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really believe that he he was sad about it. I really do. And I think he, it wasn't until the moment when Han is trying to take the lightsaber is when he's like, I think that's when he just snapped. He snapped. But I think before that, he was kind of like, but then I think something happened to him was like, there's no going back, you know? So it is what it is. <laughs> well, so then. So I believe his tears. I believe he was really struggling with his emotions and having a difficult time dealing with everything uh, just because he was, his parents are good people, you know, and he knows them and he grew up with them. And he understands all of these things. And he's idolizing someone who he's never met, who was dead long before he was born. And this is someone that he can't really connect with. And it's really strange that he's trying to, you know, I, I don't understand what that, why that is, but I mean, I hopefully they'll flesh that, that out got, later. I'm just trying to figure out where in the hell did he got, he get Vader's burnt up helmet from? I mean, creepy. Yo, guys, if you ever know, like, okay, Psycho, uh, Psycho, his mom is dead, right? And he got her in the room. And he's talking to her like she's she's alive. This is the similar, because there's a moment, this this is totally creep me out, where Kylo Ren is sitting there and he's talking to himself, we think, Grandfather, right? Grandfather, please show me, show me the way. And then he gets up and we realize he was talking to this, this skull in the helmet. Not just the helmet, but the skull is in the helmet. And it's like, where did he get this? Ew. Because because <laughs> if you remember from episode six. He disintegrated in the in the ship. No, 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 no. Oh no, that's right. Luke, Luke goes and gives him. him a Jedi funeral. Yes. On the Ewok planet. Burns right. him up. Well, maybe they buried his burnt remains. I don't know, but That's creepy. I'm so, just sorry. Kyler, mm, he might be more, he might turn oh, out to be more badass than Darth Vader. We we did skip one of my favorite scenes. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to go back and just say it. There's this one part where you see Ray. she escaped and she's climbing. Oh, no, we haven't gotten there yet. No, no, no. We skipped that because this is after, this is, bef this this scene is before, happened before he meets. Right. Ben. But they're all on the ship. So you didn't really skip it. I did skip it. This, never mind. Basically what happened. We're not really going in order. I was just trying to fast forward it. Through. They're trying to figure out like how they're gonna save Ray, and then Han Solo is doing like, look, look behind. I mean, you, you really can't act, talk about this on a podcast. He's just—they're just, he's just making just, funny faces. He's well, he's making. He's just like you know, like you're talking to somebody and like, hey, look behind you. You just kind of do the head gesture, but you know, but Finn, Ray's in cap, like basically captivity doesn't know these simple human gestures. So he's like, what is this? What are you doing this? this, What is that? And he then points out to him to look around. And it was just funny. It was just great, great body language and acting on the, mm. the, these these people's behalf. Mm -hmm. But then we fast forward. We're now having them back on the planet after the ship was blown up and the resistance is fighting the star killer. Mm-hmm. And they have a fantastic lightsaber battle. Like, and first it's between uh, because it's Kylo Ren versus Finn, and Finn's doing his, you know, his his all saber technique or whatnot. And or lack thereof. No, he's pretty good. He's he's really good for someone who is not. Well, been he's trained. a trained soldier. But... He is, but okay. What we find out later is our. Before, right when they get to the planet to come back and try to rescue Ray, is that he was not really a soldier. The first time he was in battle was at the very beginning of the movie. That was his first time in battle. <laughs> so oh, I missed that part. Yeah, because he's usually at the sanitation crew. So that was his first battle ever. 
Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. So he's, he he may be trained kind of, but he the, he's never really been in battle. So this is his really his first time was well, after meeting Ray. He gets his he gets himself knocked out, and then Ray comes up, picks up the lightsaber that she never wanted to touch. She doesn't pick it up. She uses the force to bring oh, it. Oh, because to her. no, no, no. You see this thing like oh, because <laughs> he asks he asks. Um, I want to call him Vader. Kylo Ren. I know, Vader wannabe. <laughs> Kylo Ren asked Finn, where did he get that? That doesn't belong to him. It's, it's mine. <laughs> it's and, mine, it's mine, it's mine. <laughs> and so then they fight, and he knocks the saber out of Finn's hand and then knocks out Finn. Mm-hmm. And then you see the mind technique of pulling the saber to him. Mm-hmm. And then it flies shoots right to his hand. It shoots to his hand, but it flies right by him and flies right into Ray's hands. And not, and at that moment, they're both kind of like, oh. <laughs> oh, you're like, what? <laughs> but then it's like, battle one. And then they're going at it. Round and, two. Yes. Fight. And they, is this the round two they fought before this? No, I'm just saying round oh, two. No, I, I guess, yeah, it is round two because the first round was the whole mind control situation that they were going through. So, yeah, it's round but, two. But, yeah, but Ray doesn't have any lightsaber skills. She's using basically instinct. She's just like, I just got to kick his butt. <laughs> I got to kick his butt and then save my friend and get out of here. So, you know, this is self-defense. So, well, basically, she kind of injures. She injures him quite. I mean, he was already injured. injured a little bit from Finn, and she injures him some more. I but thought she was going to take the arm, and I was like, man, these Skywalkers can't keep their arms. I know he's not. I mean, he is a Skywalker, so. He is a Skywalker. Yeah, so I was like, they just can't keep their arms, but no, he keeps his arm <laughs> for now. <laughs> but then, but he does get scratched up in the face, which is going to make him want to use that helmet even more. Oh, that's what you think? Oh yeah! Well, at this point, he didn't have the helmet because he threw it on the he, he threw, threw it, it on, on the, the ground. ground. But back he gets at cut. The, the but star. I'm just saying, you know, in the fight, he gets cut in the face. He does. He does get cut. So in now the face. he's gonna. I'm pretty sure he's gonna want to wear the helmet all the time and not take it off so much. <laughs> I don't think he ever wanted to take it off to begin with. Well, then that plan. Oh, okay. I was disappointed when the helmet came off because I I don't know what I expected, but I did not expect him. I was like, what? He had some good hair. Who are you? It was I don't nice like and you. fluffy. Should have like been you. matted underneath that helmet. No way. He probably brushes it one hundred times every night. Yeah. So the planet's destroyed, and they go back. Somehow they basically realize that they escape again. They escape again. <laughs> they get the. Um, they go back to their planet in the resistance. And realized that R two D two had the map, the the rest the other, of it, the rest of the map. No, but they already knew that. Remember, they they did discuss that. But they said they can't get him to wake up. So then he finally wakes up, and they have that piece of the map. And then, of course, they send Chewbacca and R two D two and Ray, who is Leia Junior. Not really. I'm I'm just saying. You know, there's always. Alea, right? And they they all go off to to find Luke. And then at the end of the movie, she's walking on this planet that looks like a a like know. an island planet, like just made of islands, tropical. Uh, not so much tropical. I wouldn't say tropical. It's more like a northern island because there's no like tropical plants, right? Yeah, more like yeah, Rocky Mountains and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like it's maybe green. like Ireland islands or something, something up in that area. I would think that's what it looked like to me. And Luke, pimped out Luke in his. Gy- he was not. Robes. He was not pimped out. He. Looked, I'm calling him pimped. He looked out. homeless. Uh, he probably is homeless. <laughs> hey, I loved his beard. Uh, so homeless Luke, and he says nothing. So but they his just face says look everything. at each other. But he kind of gives a smile like, whoa, you found me. I, but I think he could sense it that it was coming. And I think he sensed the loss of someone special to him as well. Just like when Leia sensed the loss. So, And because Luke and Leia are twins, they have that connection as well as the Force connection as well. So I think they have some kind of feeling and understanding about what's going on, which is why we any other person probably could assume that Luke is dead because he's been gone for so long. But Leia, of course, would know better because that's her brother, and she wouldn't know. So there's a connection there. So I think he's already well aware 
and his feelings of what's going on if he doesn't actually know for sure from like a phone call or whatever. So and cue the music. Right. So I give it two thumbs up. I give man, if I had another hand, I give it three. But you know, I I mean I'm only saying this definitely from a nostalgic point of view. We're not aliens. We can't have three thumbs. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I have three thumbs. Oh, jeez. But no, no, no. Really though, I mean I give it two thumb two two thumbs up. First from a nostalgic reason and two the fact that it was a very fun movie. It is it can stand alone. Like you don't need to see one through six to enjoy seven. And I can speak for from experience for this because I saw episode four for the first time kind of when I was a senior in high school. And I did not see any of the other movies until about two years ago. I watched one. <laughs> I finally got the episode one and then I went Which back and I watched idea. Five, and then I saw six like t- a week ago, and then I saw two last night, <laughs> and I had a little bit of three. So I was never, I did not grow up Star Wars crazy fan, but I knew of it because it's part of, it's cultural, right? But I could still, I was, this is the first movie I could actually enjoy without any background knowledge. I didn't read any spoilers or anything like that. So it was fresh for me. And from my point of view, you can start from this movie. Uh, everything you can ask to be explained some things, but you're not going to be lost. Uh, so, you know, for a fact, how people are related to each other, you know, with Kylo Ren and Solo and Leia, like, you it's know, basically they give a complex story in a very simple way. And it's very, and all the details and, and there's a lot left out, but you just have to feel that this is coming given, later. There's a lot left out. Right. Then you'll, you'll be apprised of this later. And it's very interesting from beginning to end. Unfortunately, with the with episodes one through three, I found them to be incredibly boring. There's too much story trying to have, especially in episode two. There's too many different little stories going on. And it's just kind of like, is this really important? You know, and it's just it's overwhelming a little bit. It's just information overload. And so in my opinion, props to, I mean, love George Lucas. He's very interesting human being. He's a good person. He has great ideas. But I really think that maybe Disney should have gotten a hold of Star Wars a long time ago. And maybe they should have done one, two, and three. Just saying, just saying. No one hit me. I'm not even going to touch that. But like I said. Oh, you don't agree with me? I... I like them for a whole different reason. I mean, honestly, I've told this to many different individuals that out of the original, I love the original trilogy, but out of the prequel trilogy, episode three is actually my favorite. If I had to write the trilogies, the episode, original, Oh, no, no, no. I want you to say, come on, Khalif. Let's, let's be committed. Out of stop all. Stop interrupting me while I'm talking. Jesus. Can I get my, I let you talk for like a whole, I don't know. Let me finish a sentence. Jeez. All I'm saying is this. Episode 3 is actually, in the, in the prequel trilogies, it is my favorite. But it's because of the storytelling that occurred at that point where I really wanted to see Anakin become Vader. And that was the most interesting part of the movie. And it felt more like a Star Wars flick. Uh, episode 2, as Jimmy said, it was too much Um too many stories happening at once and not enough time to really flesh them all out. Episode one, uh, you could have done without that because that was more like an Obi-Wan story. But we had to see baby Anakin. Um, I, mean, I mean, you did, but we had to see that he started out as a good person. Cause in my opinion, he's not a good person by episode two. And that's just my opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, but... I'm sure other people could agree with me. It's like, he has no control of his emotions. He's extremely violent and aggressive, and he has... I'm pretty has, sure he does, the whole Jedi Order agreed with you. He does have some really creepy tendencies, and so, to me, 
I was just perplexed. Like, why would anyone want to marry you? You're a horrible person. And it, there's all kinds of signs that you're like on the verge of being like a mass killer. You know what I mean? It's like, this is not a surprise. It's not like they're going to interview uh, Amadala later and be like, did you know that your husband was capable of doing, you know? Yeah, she's going to be like, oh, yeah, I already, you know, because I knew that he did it before. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be like one of those surprise things. Your husband's a mass murderer. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. Well, I just. That well, was I mean, disappointing to me. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. So, and I like the fact that it was the original trilogy was supposed to be the fall of a great person, but uh, but it starts out he had so much hair. But this is the thing: it's kind of hard to tell that story of someone who has great potential that never accomplished it. Oh, he accomplished it just for he the does. wrong side. No, no, no. He accomplished <laughs> it, but it's in episode six. In the original trilogy, like uh, he finally does it. He finally redeems himself and does what he was basically supposed to do based on prophecy. Prophecy. Well, I think out of all seven movies, I hands down, episode seven is my favorite. Well, that's because it's new for no, you. No, 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 no. Yes, it's no, new for you. No, it is the best story. Not period. Really. I'm going to point out some stuff. It's very, this is why I said Before nostalgic. that, it was five, but now it's number seven. It's, it's going to so be a good. new trilogy. You can't compare them all because there are different stories that's being had. It's the same no, story. It is not. It's just no, the it third generation. It's a different story. So it's a different trilogy in the same series. It's like trying to say um, uh, Star Trek um, Nemesis versus Star Trek First versus Star when? Trek First Contact. Yes, this is what you're doing. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I so. know you don't because you haven't seen this. I'm just saying. But you, what you're saying is like trying to compare the Star Trek. This is no, next generation. No. Star Trek First Contact no. versus Star Trek. No, Nemesis. it's not. I'm pretty sure they're all different characters in those. Anyway, actually, no. But it's just that they're totally no. two different movies. No, and you don't need to watch. No, and you don't need <laughs> to watch First Contact. And nem- to get Nemesis We're talking or vice about versa. Star Wars. But this is the same thing. If you don't... Okay, it's like this. You have Why to watch... Why we have to split up one, two, three, and four, five, and six? Why you have to split it up? You don't have to split because it up. Because for four, five, and six, you don't need one, two, three. Right. And one, two, three didn't really need four, five, and six. You really don't need one, two, three, to be and honest. <laughs> seven, eight, nine, and and for seven, eight, nine. <laughs> You don't really had to go back and watch four, five, and six. No, I think no, I disagree. I think you really should start off. If someone wants to come fresh, I think it should start off with four. I really think they should watch four, five, six, seven like that. I really do. So I disagree with you because I think that it's really valuable to watch that, so you can have see the connections between everything and see how those relationships have grown and developed, and really understand. Because you're speaking as an you, old person, I'm not speaking as an old person. I'm just saying like. If you come in seven, you're like, oh, this Luke guy. You don't know who Luke guy is, so you need to go back and watch four. Children that enjoyed the movie today. I'm sure their parents made them watch the other ones. I'm sure some of your parents out there who have also shared, who have also shared the the original trilogy with your children as well. You know, if you're a Star Wars fan and you shared it with your kid, I'm sure you've shared the other Star Wars experiences as well. Well, here's another thing I wanted to bring up that I believe. That Ray, we will find out that Ray is Luke's daughter. Okay, and a lot of people can agree with you. I'm pretty sure they will, but you sound like you don't so far. But this no, is the reason I mean, why. I... Here's the reason why. Here's my evidence. Okay, one. Everything is evidence. Yeah, it's obvious. <laughs> basically, you have you have Luke. Well, in comparison to Luke. In episode four, they both grew up on a desert planet. Hello, you can't use the previous episodes because supposedly you say you don't need to watch them to understand something. Oh, so let's not out. go back to that. So basically you have her, then the way she's dressed is very much the way Luke was dressed on. You're so mean to me. It's because you old school Star Wars fans are really defensive and protective. Why are you still talking? See, so mean to me. So she doesn't really know her parents like Luke didn't really know his parents. Then she does figure out that she can use the force. She's also now, I guess, wanting to be a Jedi. But she kind of looks like Leia. And it's the way Luke looks at her when she shows up with that lightsaber. 
that really kind of sealed it for me. The way he looks at her. The way he looked at her, like, you found me. My but daughter, what? you found me. <laughs> oh, please. There's no my daughter in his eyes. It's yes. recognition. Oh, my gosh. this Here comes this kid with my lightsaber. Man, you're just so... I don't know. I mean, I don't know. To me, I say I hope not. I hope that they make it a little less predictable because this one was still a bit predictable. So I hope that instead of them being predictable and going back to the old, same old, same old line, that they will try something new. That's all I'm saying. Well, here's what the reason why I think it's a great idea for it to be Luke. Because for first and foremost, so those of you who saw one, two, and three, you know about executive order order 66 which was an order to wipe out all the jedi and only a few have like escaped basically it was obi-wan and yoda and yoda tells luke in episode six after i died last of the jedi would you be and so if he's the final one and we all saw that the force can be passed on based on heredity as well because in episode one two and three jedis were not allowed to have kids and they would go get those kids so and that uh, does prove your point that there is a possibility that she's not related to the skywalkers and that she could have figured out how to use the force but i think it would be better for the fact that luke did have a kid left it on the planet where they knew because if Luke, since Luke was trained by Obi Wan, Obi Wan did have a tendency to hang out with some nefarious characters, and so this kid gets left with this planet to hide the fact that that's Luke's daughter. But see, I disagree because if that is the case, I disagree that Luke would have left his kid with in no one's care. Because when it was when it came to Luke and Leia. They were left in the care of people who could be trusted to take care of them and protect them. What if she was not just random with, strangers? <laughs> what if she was? What if she was left with the Simon Pegg character? She was Luca not Fla- left with him. He's not someone who raises children. Obviously, obviously. So, anyways, if that's it is, if that is what it is, then it is what it is. But I think it's way too predictable. Well, I don't know. I think it's a little. Never mind, I'm not even going to touch that. And it wouldn't be nice because, yeah, Luke technically is the last Jedi, but he was training Jedis before he ran off. So even though he didn't finish their training, there's still some partially trained people out there who need to finish their, their Jedi training. So and then, you know, so I don't know what we what we can say about that. So that's all I'll say. We'll find that out in other movies. We sure will. But there is something I read online that I thought was very interesting. And I would say this, and this is probably the last thing I'll probably say about Star Wars. Cause it's kind of in, 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 blah, 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 enveloping the entire series, which could possibly come up in 8 and 9. This guy, um, I want to call him Lord Snoke, but it, it was just Snoke. And that they kept talking to, who's the leader of... I don't know. I kept thinking Snow, Hunger Games. Well, I was thinking, at first I thought they said <laughs> Snow, and I was like, Snow. And then I was like, Snow, you know, from Harry Potter. It, it's just all coming That's together. Snake. No, there was a Snow. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but then but then they said this, and someone online posted this, and I read it on Reddit. They were talking about how Snoke is actually Darth Plagi- Plagius. I'm probably messing up that name. Basically, you heard, if you're familiar with the story from episode three, when Palpatine turns or he's enticing Skywalk Anakin to turn, he talks about how Darth Plagueis could, um, he can keep people that he loved from dying. He was a great Sith Lord, which also his, he trained an apprentice and the apprentice ends up killing Darth Plagueis, Plagueis, however you say this dude's name. And it's kind of led to lead you, it leads you to believe that Sidious is his apprentice because then he knows this whole story and he's trying to relay to Anakin that he could only learn this. 
from a Sith Lord, not from a Jedi. So... Learn what? Oh, that the dark side of the Force can give you all sorts of new techniques. Oh, okay. And that he can learn this power about how to keep people from dying if he joins the dark side of the forest. Did it actually work? Did he ever keep anybody he from never, dying? You, he never learns this power. This is oh. why Is it real? Is it a real power? That's just something he said. We don't know because uh, you don't know because Darth Plagueis, Plagueis lived long, way before. But he said he can use the force to create life. And... In episode one, Anakin was created by the Force, as the mother said. She had an immaculate conception, and he was born. Hmm. And somebody said, based on a storytelling point of view, what if Plagueis started this started the whole prophecy that Anakin Skywalker would give balance to the Force? Mm. And the Jedi and just kind of sat in the background, and that his power was so great it it kind of clouded the jedi's power in the first series the which and their arrogance kind of hurt them which allowed and the whole plan was to have sidious talking yourself in circles no 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 and the whole plan for plagius <laughs> to have sidious join the ranks and get into the republic and take it over but he was but then sidious did not want to be second fiddle he wanted to be the man Ends up trying to ends up killing, or thinking that he killed Plag- Plagius. Take Anakin as his apprentice that Plagius created, and tried to move on. But the one issue that you find out that if you get hurt and um, if your body or whatever gets hurt, you kind of lose strength in the Force, which hurt Anakin when he became Darth Vader, when he had to get his limbs and stuff replace with robotic arms and legs and had to be in a his breathing whole body, machine. His whole body's a robot? No. You, you said arms and legs. His arms and legs. His extremities. Why are all his extremities robot? Watch episode, finish episode three and you will find out. Okay, yeah. But so Eventually. And, and that <laughs> decreases your power in the force. And it has to be only someone who is so strong with the force can actually you do those things, which Anakin was supposed to be that strong. Whoa. And Luke, and he ends up cutting Luke's hand as well. Well, Kylo Ren has all his body parts so far, and so does Rey. So which we'll is why, see. which is why Snoke <laughs> is so interested in Kylo Ren. And I think, and that's what they're saying. Like maybe the Snoke character has been laying in the in the weeds, waiting for all the oh, stuff like to go. Like Voldemort. Yes. <laughs> So, Sorry, guys. I'm a big kid. I was born into Harry Potter. So he comes back. I so, like fantasy more than sci-fi. So he comes back now, creates the Lord, uh, the First Order to try to retake over or reclaim the Empire that once Palpatine was murdered. No, the Empire has been renamed as the First Order. Well, this is what I'm saying. He comes back, but it's fractured now because there's people joining the Resistance or the Rebellion, as people used to say. Which was being supported by the Republic, which they basically demolished. So. Well, it's the new Republic. It's not, yeah. But it, they can't kill the Republic because the Resistance is still there. Mm. Well, we learned that it's called the Resistance. They're still the Rebels. And, you know, actually, we could tie this back to our previous episode about ISIS because it's kind of what happened in Syria but with, like, people, and it's real, and it's not, you know, sci-fi. It's not a galaxy far, far away. It's just a country far, far away. And this is kind of what happened. This is, this is really what happened. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So really, First Order is like ISIS, and the Republic is, is you know, the, the President Assad, and then the Resistance is the Resistance that's in uh, Syria, Iran, and Afghanistan. So it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, it was, it's, you know, there's some elements you can tie back to reality if you're feeling like, I don't know, you're too far gone in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> well, and so, yeah, and that was basically the whole snippet of what I read on Reddit that basically the Snoke character is Pelagius coming back and he's worried that, um, you know, if Luke gets involved, which is why they're looking for Luke Skywalker, because they got to get rid of Luke because he or yeah he's he's what will destroy them 
because he turned like basically the the rule of thumb is once you go down the path of the dark side, you can never return. But we and, know that and Luke that's redeemed not true. Anakin. Right, right, right. So this kind of scary on his part what he wants to do. So yeah, just I'm gonna go watch it again. Me too. I want to see it in 4D, 3D. So that sounds like a plan. Well, I'm your boy Khalid. And I'm your girl Jamise. And may the force be with you. Bye, everyone.